We are live. It's showtime. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, my name is Mark Goddard. Thanks to everyone that joined last, I think it was last week, when we gave away the frame, the QR frame. So, um, yeah, uh, it's we're back again, and we have another, I'm looking at the calendar, and we have like a, a fully stacked year, and we're trying to get these Facebook Lives like a little bit more interesting. And to those of you guys that are listening to this in the podcast form afterwards, again, I apologize for the lack of any editing, uh, any sound, or any music that, that's not accompanying this. But we're here. What's up, Melissa? Happy Friday. And um, if you guys if you guys don't know Melissa, she's probably one of the funniest zooters that I, that I get to follow on social media. So happy Friday. Thanks for joining, Melissa. Um, we have a, before we jump in, our Team Zoot gear to let you guys know it is on the slow boat. Um, we're hoping to get it here um, at the beginning of February and start shipping it out. So no promises, but fingers crossed we will start shipping all that stuff um, as fast as we can. And we have a, a 2024. It is the new year. We are here. People are pumped up. We have a lot of great partners. Um, we have a lot of new products coming out next on the 17th, we are going to be launching our, uh, our, our windproof and waterproof rain and um, cycle and running jacket. So it's pretty cool. Keep a lookout for that. And um, But I don't want to let these two um, linger in the waiting room much longer. So without further ado, we're going to welcome one of my favorite partners, um, Head Wheels. We got Anne and we got Andrew. Sorry, my wife is calling. I'll mute that. Um, from Head, how are you guys? Good. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, glad to kick off the new year with all the new Zoot folks and answer a bunch of questions. I've got Andrew here who's got us all hooked up with a nice PowerPoint. So um, anything you want to say? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you to Team Zoot and thank you to all of our customers that have purchased our product. Uh, it's incredible wheels. We're here for you. Anything you need, just give us a call. I'm available. We've got a great presentation for you today. So take some notes. You're going to learn a lot. These wheels are awesome. Check us out online. We've been doing this a long time and we're here for you. 40 years, folks. So um, believe it or not, it's been 40 years. I think we're going to talk about that a little bit in our PowerPoint. I just wanted to say, again, uh, how honored I am to work along Mark and the Zoot team, Sean and everybody else that we get to deal with. They're awesome. Last time I saw Mark, it was at the pier or at the expo in Kona. And Mark gave me an amazing Koi suit, uh, which I've been right. I've been not riding. I've been swimming. I did my birthday swimming and I always swim my age in the pool in fifties. When you get above, above wow. a certain, well, you're in a certain age, you get to go from hundreds to fifties. But I also wanted to let everybody know that I'm back swifting. So if you see me, I do need high fives. <laughs> I'm slowly getting back in it, but you can also, you know, use your sweat points and you can upgrade to the V6s. So we're all back at it. It's a new year. We're really excited. And so I think we're just going to uh, start the PowerPoint and have Andy hop in also. Wait, hold on. I want to go back. For those of you guys who don't know, um, Anne is, you've raced, we've, we talked about this on a, on a, on a broadcast before, but I, a lot of people don't know, but like you guys are legit. And Anne, how many, how many times have you raced Kona? I know seven. Okay. I, I was trying to, I thought it was eight, but I can only find seven medals and I wasn't going to go back and look. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, you know, when you get over the big six oh. So uh, my first Kona was honestly in 83. Uh, I didn't really know any better. I didn't know what I was doing. I think I came off the bike in third, uh, hung on till the last couple miles and got passed by a few other people. I think I was still in the top 15, but you know, who cares how you finish, you finish. And so, yeah, um, duh. yeah. <laughs> there's not a lot of people that can say they've done it plus seven times. Yeah. My, my point is, is that Anne is legit. Andrew is legit. You guys are a, a an American company. You guys make all your wheels in Minnesota. Um, you've been around for 40 years. You, you love the sport, which is 
why we love um, partnering with you guys, which is really cool. I just wanted to point that out that like, if you see Anne on Zwift, then she says she needs her thumbs up. Like, don't let her fool you. She's like, <laughs> you know, come on. I, I, I know that move. Plus in Kona, you, I, I, I emailed you and I begged you for the cool hat. Oh, right. Um, and then you gave me a hat and then my son automatically bogarted it and then took it. And so ah. I think I, I think I sent you that one. He was like, pretty, he's like, no, this is mine. So it, it was, it was a good time. So yeah, let's go into these, these wheels. And, and for this is kind of for you guys, please ask any questions you have. This is a really good time that we have these two um, great resources live that could, that could ask about, you know, wheel technology, tubeless tubes, where everything's going. What should I put on my bike? What should I, what should I get if I build a bike? Um, don't, don't be, um, uh, don't be hesitant to asking questions and, um, we'll try to answer as many as you can for you. So let me bring the, um, let me bring the PowerPoint up on the, on the, yeah. the stages all, all for you guys now. Yeah. We're here to make you faster and we're, uh, we've got Andy Topmeyer here as well. I'm going to bring him in and pass it over. Have a great time. Thanks Andrew. Okay. Here comes Andy. Andy's been with our company. 20 a, years a or something. So he, we call him the repository of knowledge. So I'm going to start and then I'm going to hand it over to Andy. So again, whenever you have a question, just uh, hop on and ask a question. So, you know, we've been super fortunate. I'm just going to show you some of the athletes that we've been able to work with. Uh, Hallie had a great race in Kona, finished in the top 10. Magnus Ditlev, Oh my gosh, uh, one Roth this year. And Sam Laidlow, obviously, first in Nice. And who do I have next? So, well, that, you know, Lionel, everybody knows Lionel. So, you know, this year we had a really good year. We had first, third, and fifth in Nice. Uh, some of our other athletes, I wasn't going to put all the pictures up, but we're lucky to work with Gwen Jorgensen, Jocelyn McCulley, Lauren Brandon, Rach McBride. Uh, Lionel Magnus, Leon uh, Chevalier, Miki Newt, and uh, gosh, the list goes on and on. Yeah, it does. Tim O'Donnell. But, you know, this is just some of the caliber of the athletes that we've worked with over the years and continue to work with. Um, I just wanted you to know that, you know, they're riding our wheels and there's a reason. And so <laughs> um, Andy's going to talk a little bit about the differences between the Vanquishes and the Jets. I think some people are confused. Uh, which I get it. Uh, it is confusing sometime. We have talked about this a little bit before, but we're going to go a little bit more in depth. Yep. So uh, you're at it. You're next. All right, Annie. Annie kind of pre-gamed me here. You guys can all read the slides. We make jet wheels and we make vanquish wheels, and they're both fast, and we make them both, and we make all of our own carbon parts. There's some minor differences. You can pretty much see them. In a nutshell, Jets we've been making since 92? 92. 92, yep. Uh, in 92, the only way to make a, a fast, light, arrow, deep wheel and clincher was to put an aluminum rim on it and then put a skin on it, which is what we did with the Jet. We mastered it pretty quickly. Um, it has progressed since 1992, but it is a, still a fast wheel, and it's one way to make a clincher arrow wheel. The other way to do it is um, the fancier way, which is to do it all in carbon. Um, that's the Vanquish. Vanquish happened to be disc brake only. Jets have rim brake or disc brake. Uh, the rest is in there. So, so the the main one of the main advantages. Obviously, other than changing the the shape of the base with carbon, is it's it's lighter, correct? So the Vanquish is going to be a lighter wheel than the Jet. Yeah. Um, the next slide just says why is one one way and why is that okay. way? Um, we've been doing these wheels. We've been making wheels since '84, before way before I was here. Um, we've got numerous patents, and those patents are for the things that we have done. So the shapes of both these wheels are things that we've worked on over the years and they are patented shapes. They're patented because they're fast and we don't want everybody just to make the same fast wheel. We're fast for a reason. Uh, here we get into um, vanquishes and jets. Um, 
Vanquish are all carbon and they're lighter. Totally lighter, totally sexier. Vanquish is right here. Right. Okay. I like how you put flashier on the uh, yeah, right. bullet point. Like, you know, is it is it a is it a fact that that you put deep section wheels or deeper section wheels on pretty much any bike and it makes it sexier? I think that's true. Like that's a that's a, like a legit fact, right? Pretty much, yeah. Like, well, look at this one. This one was the wheel that Mark Cavendish actually rode um, in the tour. He was so close. Anyway, so we can pretty him up too. So uh, cool. I believe the black carbon is beautiful as it is, and all of the wheels come out of a mold, and there's no paint. And I think that's a huge differentiator between us and some of our competitors is that the finish you see is the finish it came out of the mold with. So in uh, other facilities around the world, they would take a wheel and use different carbon. Our carbon is aerospace grade. And then if there's a flaw or a spot that wasn't quite right, they paint it. So you actually don't know what's under those wheels. So ah, interesting. Yeah. And so I think that's just a huge plus for our wheels is that this is what they look like. This is what they came out of the mold with. And they were all handmade with the carbon here in the U.S. that was woven and made by amazing folks that I get to work with every day. So, you know, I think this is really pretty. Um, it's my favorite color also. But, um, you know, we can, just so you know, do some custom decaling also for you folks. Yep. Carbon is lighter. It is flashier um, because you're not joining two pieces together. There is some arrow advantage to having an all carbon wheel. Um, and that, well, rightfully downplays the Jets a little bit, but Jets are a great wheel. It's where we started. Vanquish are the next step past that. There's your answers there. Okay. And if you're still on a rim brake bike, which I have one, <laughs> um, I have a few bikes, but you know, there's nothing better sometimes than just popping on my rim brake bike. So oh. you can get the Jet styles uh, in rim brake. Yep. So. Okay, what happened? We're going oh, to scoot, scoot over. Yeah. Okay. Um, I put together a couple charts here that uh, show again. Annie gave me some guidance early on, so we're going to talk about these three wheels: the uh, Vanquish disc or disc wheel in general, because there's a Jet and a Vanquish disc, a 180, which is a to me it's a pretty Hawaii-specific wheel. As Annie will tell you, it's got way greater appeal than merely Hawaii. I get all excited about this. She wheel. does. <laughs> well, she I don't know. Pretty much invented it. Yeah, this one's so fun. So down there on the bottom, this is Arrow Dragon Grams. On the bottom is a Vanquish disc, 25 millimeter tire and everything, so we can get a pretty direct comparison. The yellow plot there is the 180. You can see the performance is really similar across all the yaws. It just has a little more drag because it has that hole in the middle. The red line is um, a V6. I don't really think of that if you're racing as something you should be thinking about as a back wheel, because it's slower, you can see it right here, but it's a great front wheel. Um, it handles really, really well in the wind. We're making what we call generation two right now. Started doing that last year, shaped it a little bit differently. So it handled even better in the wind. And that's at the 60 mil? That's a 60. The next slide, Annie asked me like an hour ago to put a V8 on yeah, here because a V8 is a faster front wheel. Um, so if you see that green line off on the one side, we only did a yeah, sweep one direction on that wheel. That's a V8. You can see how much faster it is than uh, the V6. And so, so we're looking. So okay, so we're looking at this chart. Okay, and yep. the drag and gram. So the more drag, the worse. Correct. Right. Um, if you're going to go back and do your homework on this presentation, I think the last slide had a translation of um, if you're looking at grams of drag. Oh, back. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't have a translation. Okay, Sorry. Good. Yeah. Oh, up at the top 12 okay. grams of drags, really close to one watt or 0.05 kph. So over, over a 40K time trial, that'd be about um, 50 meters for every 10 grams of drag. So when you're looking at a 20 gram, 30 gram spread there at a zero degree up on the top or 
something like a 50 or 60 to 60 gram drag difference as the wind yaws out to the side, you can see that it really starts to make a difference. Yeah, totally. So what I used to use, I mean, again, we didn't have the 180 and we didn't have the 90 or the 80 millimeter. You know, I always felt comfortable in Kona with a 60 front and um, a 90 rear. Like a lot of people just don't, understand the aerodynamics that the front wheel is what's driving that bike. It's steering you. Yeah. Back wheel doesn't steer you. Right. And so when the 180 was in, was first brought to the folks at Kona, um, they, they allowed it, but a lot of people I think were suspicious. Okay. Are they going to get blown off the road? And, and you can ask any of our guys and, and our ladies that on the back, they, they actually felt a little bit more stable. So, I think that it's a really good alternative if you are doing a Kona race or if you just like the look of it. Uh, but I, I personally wouldn't ride an, an 80 or 90 over there because of on the front, on the front. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would on the rear, but it's just that you have to understand how the wind is different races. Cozumel, I think is the only other Ironman that doesn't allow a disc. So there's really only two, but it's specific for that race, but a lot of people are buying them just because they want something in between and it is very close to a disc wheel in speed. Yeah, like you, I, well, what wheel are you gonna ride on the front in Hawaii? I've, I've ridden in Hawaii um, and I've got, I don't know, 120 or more thousand miles on aero wheels since I worked here. So I've ridden a fair amount on these things. I would not show up at Kona with just a V8. Right. I'd want backup. So if you're going to bring a single wheel, stick for a 60. If you want to um, roll the dice on a favorable uh, wind conditions year, V8 is definitely faster. But if you're coming back down from Javi um, and the wind's wrong, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Or or if you have like a, a really like steep, steep race or yep. like with a lot of elevation, you're you're having a little bit of weight penalty, correct? Just a little bit, a little yeah. Bit. Yeah, but usually it makes it up in aerodynamics. Is that also correct or? It, it is, um, but, you know, we always say it'll make it up in aerodynamics. Completely true, but you got to be a good bike handler. Um, people have concentrated lately on riding trainers, and that's a great way to make your legs strong and, and dial in your watts and all that business. It's great. Really doesn't help your bike handling skills, though, so you're going to make it up by going faster downhill, but you also have to be confident handling. So keep those things in mind. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we always see that, that like the first races of the season, specifically like Oceanside um, right. coming out of uh, the first transition where people are mounting their bikes that haven't been on their bikes for quite some time. It's always fun to watch uh, that one, but, uh, but yeah, good, good to know. Same thing with roadies. Yeah, for sure. On the next slide. Is it just what, the what is on the next slide? Let's I don't find know what's, out what's on, on the next, next slide. slide. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, okay. So I think what we put on here is uh, obviously the Zoot folks get a discount. So I think what Andrew did is just showed you, you know, a little bit. So if you're wondering what prices are on these, the the Jet Style with your twenty percent off is is nine sixty. The Vanquish uh, Pro pair. It's be a set. That's yeah. a set. That's not just one is right around $2,000. The performance set retails for $1,750, so I can't do my math that quick. Uh, probably $1,200 then. Yeah. Um, but this is what's yeah, here. This is our last yeah. slide. So we want we want some questions, and I know okay. I think we're at a half hour. So the points we're trying to make here, we make this stuff. We make it right over there. We mold all of our own carbon. It happens right here. 40 years. Success in the 84 Olympics straight through to last year at the world championships. Right? That's right. This is you. This is, yeah. this is all you. Well, not all me. No, it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't be here without all my other people here supporting me and customers. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that the thing, especially, especially for me is like wheels, you know, I, I talk about this a lot, specifically coming from a, an automotive background too. And a lot of people don't, realize how much uh, difference wheels make on a bicycle 
um, out of any other component. I mean, tire, wheels and tires, I should say, right? So they change the ride characteristics. Um, if you have like a heavier wheel or something, you know, replace it with like a nice light aero wheel. Um, it, it makes, I mean, it really does change the bike um, substantially. So it's like, it's, it's probably the, it's a big investment um, in it, but it's probably the best investment you could make on your, on your bike. If you want to keep a frame, like all that kind of stuff, um, you know, it's, and plus it's like, it's, they're fun and they, and they look cool, which is pretty cool <laughs> um, it is. on your bike. It's so fun just to go put these on. Oh, look, now I'm faster. It's, it's like magic. Well, and to put it into context, um, last year in Kona, when Sam was leading on the bike and I was, you know, just biting my tongue cause I had just released that wheel two days before, um, he he went six minutes faster than Camworth's record on the 180. I mean, he he had an amazing year. Um, so just just a change of one wheel. I mean, obviously Sam's a great biker, but we also had obviously, you know, Magnus and Leon also this year. I think we had uh, first. I think I think Magnus was second off the bike in Nice, but then got passed on the run by another another fellow. So we had first, second off the bike, and then uh, I know that um, Leon. So it was Magnus Leon. Yeah. So I mean, there, you know, I I have a hard time sometimes uh, explaining how fast these wheels are, and like I said, our patented shapes. But you know, they, these athletes come to us, so it's it's a real honor that they come to us. So, uh, and you also see in the tour, unbranded head wheels for several years, just because, you know they they test third party uh we are going to san diego later yep. this month because we've got a whole slew of things we're testing so we continue to test we continue to test we don't always publish it just because you know it's internal but we are planning on publishing this next round of v4 v6 v8 v disc yep. so we'll have that coming up shortly because i think we need to and sometimes we just you know keep it closed if, yeah. if if you guys need me to be a fly on the wall for your San Diego trip, uh, I, I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to come down and check that out. That sounds oh, okay. That sounds pretty cool. Um, so Sweet. I got I got a question for you. What's the so you have the the pro or the the performance in the pro series? We're talking Vanquish here, right? Right. So what are the main differences? Is it is it is it the are the frames the same and it's just the internals? Is that the main difference, or is it are they two complete uh, different carbon structures? They are. The entire like, rim, spokes, hub, all of it is a little different on the Pro. So it's Got a little it. bit lighter rim. It's a little bit lighter spokes. It's a little bit lighter hub. It's got some internal differences. They're both good, but it's it's turned to 11 as an overused phrase, but it's just turned up a little bit for the Pro on, Got it. across the whole wheel. Got it. Okay, cool. And now, we don't offer the Vanquish disc in a performance it's only in the pro plus it sounds really cool when you guys are uh when you're riding a disc i don't know if you people know that but like when you're i've been passed by many discs in my day and it you just hear this whoa 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 whoa, mm -hmm. whoa and then, <laughs> then you see it get passed uh richard parker has a question because he is a aero nerd for sure um have have a the maximum maximal structure quantities qualities of carbon fiber re been reached when looking at weight for all wheels and particularly rear, di rear disc. Will the 1,100 gram threshold be broken anytime soon? Richard sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> well, funny uh, you asked that. I think we're getting, I, yeah. we're getting really close on this, the, the characteristics of carbon. You can make a lighter wheel. It gets kind of kind of scary and whippy. Um, and I've seen that for 15 years. There have been light wheels out there. You probably don't want to ride them down a mountain. Um, there's other things you can do that, and we're working on some of that stuff. Um, I want to try and get a disc down under a thousand grams or very close to it. It's going to take spokes and hub. Mm -hmm. and a little bit of carbon, a little carbon yeah. whatever carbon we can tweak so i don't think it's out of the um, realm of possibility at all 
we are working on that. Um, but as far as just the carbon, there's not a whole lot more to go. Got it. Um, Dean, do you have a, the disc wheel that's all black? I believe it's just a decal thing, right? You do. Oh, have a disc you have a disc wheel right there. It's all black. That one. Yeah. There you go. This is a, <laughs> yeah. this is a jet, um, black decals. Uh, the rims anodized. This is a disc brake version. The rim brake version. We also have a black rim on the jet, and then here's the Vanquish. The Vanquish. The only thing is our black. decal in the center, but that gets covered up by your gears most of the time anyway. So if you if you're into stealth black, sounds like you are. Um, we, we do make them all black. Awesome. Matt, why don't you offer a spokeless hollow or PMI filled disc wheel? The first product we ever made, Steve ever made was a hollow disc. And how long did we make that into the two thousands? We did. Um, so it was basically an aluminum rim, uh, that we took a high grade, uh, aircraft grade foam, and then we compressed it in the mold with two different sheets of carbon fiber. Back in the 80s, actually, it was fiberglass because we were too poor. We couldn't afford carbon. <laughs> so we took fiberglass and turned it black and it looked like carbon. Anyways, but we didn't put, we passed it off as, you know, an arrow wheel. We didn't say it was carbon. So um, with that, you know, bonding to an aluminum rim that's all structural like that. Um, carbon and aluminum, when you bond back then and, and still today, you're bonding two different surfaces, an alloy and a carbon. And so um, the reason we kind of jumped away from that. It's dissimilar materials. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was then. Um, the answer is sure we could, but spokes inside are a great way to do this. We can make a wheel that's perfectly true. If we need to adjust it, we can. I just said we're working on the weight, which is not bad already, and I want to get it better than it is. And I've ridden both, and I actually prefer an internal wheel that has spokes because I just feel when I corner um, or where I'm taking a hard bend or something, that wheel is going to turn like a normal, I want to say normal wheel. Um, we do have what you're talking about in a full tubular Volo track oh, wheel yeah. that we have been fortunate enough to have the U.S. Olympic team get a bronze. I think was it bronze or yeah. Silver? So if you want yeah. some six thousand dollar track wheels, right. we do have your hollowish yeah. wheel. Yeah. It's not quite <laughs> hollow inside. And, and so all the wheels now too. I want I talked a little bit about this before we jumped on the live, but like so the the you know bikes now, especially specifically with the disc brake, so everything's a little bit wider, right? We could fit yeah. it a wider wheel, we could fit a wider internal. And for those of you guys that don't know, there's there's the the rim, there's the rim width, and then there's the the internal rim width, right? right. And so basically what that does is with the with the with a wider tie with a wider rim, the shape of your tire is different. So instead of you know like old school, right? Um, look at this. Look at my right. look at my uh, look at my 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 graphics. I'm throwing signs. So the old school, you had like a super skinny wheel and then your tires were all bubbled. And as the, as the wheel got bigger, the shape, the connection between the tire and the rim, that, that, that aerodynamic shape changed a little bit. Is there, for your wheels, is there an ideal tire width that you guys see? Is it a 25, a 28, a like I run 30s on mine? On my road bike just because i'm old mostly and same <laughs> and you know i really do like you know obviously i run tubeless on all my all my wheels um and i, I like a low tire pressure and and that you know it just it makes that contact patch which is mm -hmm. our only connection to the road it makes it even bigger so is there a, is there a sweet spot that you found that that works with your wheels as far as tires go well, yeah, 28. 28. 28. 28. Yeah. Um, we could spend another hour mm -hmm. talking about this. 25s right. test a little faster in the wind tunnel, but then you got to think about things like handling and rolling resistance. So when you try and look at the overall picture, 28 makes the fastest system on our wheels. But yeah. we do have a lot of folks that do like 30, like you. And there's some uh, other folks that just will even go to 32, depending on, yep. you know, don't really care about his speed, it's more comfort. So, uh, and tires differ. 
you can't believe how many tires we get here and that we have to measure the width. And then yeah. so even though it says it's this, it's actually this. So you have to really be careful when you're choosing your tires because uh, brands are different, sizes are different, and they can be different from the same company, company a month later, depending on the batch that came out of. There's got, there's got to be some kind of like standardization in that. That would be so awesome. It's, you know, cause I, I've done, I, you know, I've, I've written tubeless now for forever and every once in a while, like I, I'm like, why am I having so much trouble mm -hmm. with this? And it's, you know, it, just like you said, it's the variation with the tires and the, and the stuff, yeah. but, but use a little, a little wet. There's a, here's a, here's a Goddard tip for you guys, uh, for you, all you teams members trying to mount a tire. Uh, specifically one with an uber wide internal width because sometimes you'll run into this whether you're running tubes or tubeless that the, it just won't pop it won't seat all the way in um what i do is i get a little soapy water or like you know like some bull snot automotive um you know uh, a little spray that they used to mount auto tires and i spray it around the the tire bead and it just it pops right in it's pretty cool so a little tip for you so we got a couple other questions here um Ryan asked if there are different weight limits for different wheel depths. No, no, no. Okay. No. That's an easy we question. We do have, um, if you are, um, we call an extra spoke wheel. So if somebody is more comfortable with having more spokes, I mean, the jet style disc brakes are 24, 24. We do have 20, 28 in rim brake. Again, it's only for rim brake. So we haven't seen an issue with 2424 on any of our disc brake wheels uh, with coming out of true and it's fine. Yeah. All right. Kate has a question. Um, it's more about her logo. It sounds like her, her wheels are old. <coughs> Upgrade um, time. <laughs> Let's go, Kate. Uh, but um, is there anything that, that you should be checking on your wheels basically just at a, a normal interval to, to make sure they're, they're good. I'm assuming like giving it a good look over, look for cracks. Um, are, are there any pressure points that, or like, you know, stress points to, to kind of keep an eye on for your you wheels? Just cool? wheels? Yeah, <laughs> no, no. So, so Andy, remember you ran into somebody at a triathlon in Iowa or something and it, a lady walked up to you and she said, how many oh, yeah. miles did she have in her jets? 90,000 miles. Right. So, Obviously, um, she must have been really up. fit. Yeah, she was pretty fit. She yeah, could probably destroy me. Uh, that may not be saying much. Um, if your wheels are still true, if your bearings still, when you move them with your fingers, if they feel good, you're okay. As far as the decals are a little messy, you can just order uh, decals from us and put them on, uh, and they're they're pretty easy to put on. So if you want them to look like new. Um, you can just get decals. We have them on our website if you yeah. want to get them prettier. Uh, and like maybe Kate, wash your bike on a regular. I mean, that, I, I feel like <laughs> washing your bike is a, is, I, I mean, for me, washing my bike is a good way to kind of go over everything. Just like to make sure that nothing's loose or cracked sure. or any of that stuff. It, it, it really, it makes you kind of look at it. Cause sometimes when it's, covered by a lot of dirt or in your case, like snow, if it's in the winter time or whatever, like it's hard to tell. Um, but washing your bike, um, it, you know, is a, is a good way to kind of keep on top of the maintenance. Plus if you throw a little bit of like wax on there, if you have a gloss coat, it makes it look cool. Um, my man, Chad's got a question. So I'll give you a little background before I put Chad's question up there. He's a massive dude. Um, also very handsome Chad, but he is a big guy and he's, his bikes, so like the guy is like, he's got to be six, seven at least, I think. And he has a custom titanium bike frame because he's so big. But his wheels, they look like kids' wheels and they do look like 650Bs on his bike. Um, the, uh, so, his question is do, do bikes this large gain the same diff, the same benefit? from aero wheels as smaller bikes, meaning the wheels are a smaller portion of the bike. So still, does he still benefit from it? Because I, you know, if they're like in relationship to the bike, they're just kind of smaller and they're not like, they're not all tucked up all nice, I guess, is his question. I've never thought about this, but I suspect that wheels make a 
bigger difference on a huge bike like that, especially on the back wheel, because your seat cluster is so much further above the wheel. And all that dirty air is moving over, mm -hmm. over ah. the top of the wheel. And it probably makes a bigger difference on a big bike like that than it would on my 53. Well, and, yeah. and getting a good fit too. I mean, obviously it was custom made. You had somebody fit you. I mean, you're going to see a huge gain just fitted properly versus, I mean, I'm only five one, so I'm the other direction, <laughs> you know, so I'm, it, it sounds like, it sounds like Chad needs some new aero wheels is what I'm getting at too. Yeah. Chad, yeah. Aero wheels, like buying stuff for your bike is like super fun. So <laughs> like I encourage, like if you guys are out there, obviously you get the discount with, with head. And, and if you guys don't know the discount you, you get, please check your, the email I sent you know, a few months ago and I'll, I'll send another one, but check on your clothes, on your close Facebook page. If you don't, if you guys need the code um, to order. And if you have any questions, um, please email head um, if it's the right bite or, you know, if you guys have a, have a, have a uh, question about what, what wheel is the right wheel for you. And don't be afraid to um, maybe email their customer service before you, if you're buying a brand new bike, say from Quintana Roo or any other brands, and you you choose to use head wheels as as your bike um, uh, wheel of choice during the build, which is usually the easiest way to like stomach that big purchase is when you're just making it at once. Um, my suggestion for most people, and and, and you guys did hook him up. He's a, a good buddy of mine on Team Zoot. He bought a new he he wanted a new road bike, but he also gravels, and I was like. I was like, dude, get the Obed. You get a discount on the bike. It's like a cool gravel bike. Get a two by setup and buy and and buy it through. So what he did was he bought it through QR with it set up for gravel, and he got some Ardennes um, wheels on it. No, yeah, I think or or Emporias maybe. He got some Emporia yeah. wheels. Yeah. And then he bought from you guys. He bought a set of Ardennes with an extra set of we uh you know he bought disc and another cassette and it's his road setup so it, it switches like super easily between the two which is pretty cool and he loves it so um this is pretty rad uh mary mary has a question my local bike shop disconnected the velvet center and is still in the wheel oh, oh man oh. i would i would be so i'd be i'd have your local Bike shop, buy you a new wheel, Mary. I have some earplugs here. Yeah. Oh, um, oh gosh. No. It's the rim brake then, right? It's stuck in there, right? It's. Uh, it's oh, we don't know. We don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's. It's not going to hurt anything. Um. If it's going to drive you crazy, though. Yeah, it's going to. Well, mentally, it'll yeah. probably hurt you. Um, with regard to your wheel, no. Yeah. Um, it is possible to fish them out. You have to be pretty crafty. Um. But you can do it. We got Some, Dave lurking in. With sorry. an extender, maybe you can vacuum it out. But it won't hurt anything. Don't worry about wrecking your wheel. What if you put any of that like expanding foam in it? Would that wreck your wheel? Oh, I would not do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Mary. Don't do it. Um, Amy, who do we reach out for replacement spokes? Email. Uh, they, you guys probably have replacement spokes on your website. That seems like yep. a pretty easy question. Well, on our website, no, you have to call. You have oh, to call, call in for spokes. Yeah. Just because we make so many different wheels that, and we want it, we always have to see a picture of the wheel before we send spokes. Because even though you say that you have um, a certain, certain, we've made them for so many years that we might send you the wrong spoke. So you have to send a photo. Kevin Drisco, another guy who puts out a lot of power. What's the most environmental way to dispose of an older carbon wheel that has potentially reached its end of life. Um, I, 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 I got an answer for that one, Kevin. Um, donate it to like uh, one of your like, one of your sad, poor training people. Or junior you know. riders is yeah. the one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say too. There's, they're, they're really in the industry, there's not a, a way yet it's, to recycle. We're, right. We're trying. Um, yeah. We've continuous actually, fiber carbon like this. Yeah. We've actually contacted places in Europe because they're starting to do some carbon fiber recycling. Um, so it is, it is frustrating for us, but, um, you know, we, we chop it up, you know. Yeah. Chop it up or make like a, some cool art out of it. I don't know. We've done that. Um, Sherry, um, 
is legit and she's uh, going to be racing in Nice, France this year. What is a good, what do you, what do the, what do the girl pros rock in for a course like Nice? What would you recommend? Oh gosh. Um, it's disc break. So, um, 60, 80, maybe 40, yeah. 60. Uh, yeah. I mean that, that one, I don't know. I mean, it is very, it's curvy. There's some fast yeah. downhills. Yeah. So when I talked earlier about what, how do you assess your level of bike handling, assess yourself the best you can. There are some fast downhills with some curves and mm -hmm. like, if you're getting sketchy, you know, if that if that weirds you out, if you don't do a lot of fast downhill curves, you probably want a wheel that's going to be just dead reliable, not affected by the wind. That's going to be a 40. Um, if yeah. you feel decent about handling, the 60s do handle really well in the wind. Um, I'd probably go with the disc on the back because it doesn't steer your bike. Um, so we should talk in this case about the front wheel, it's going to be 40 versus 60. How do you feel about bike handling? Cause it's fast and curvy. Yep. Fast and curvy. I, I have on my road bike, um, uh, Sherry on my, on my road bike, I rock a, uh, 40, 40, just because I need all the extra weight help I could get. Um, and it looks cool. And then on my tri bike, I ride a 60, 60, um, which is in their, and they're awesome wheels and they, they handle, I mean, I never get blown around. It's it's really cool. As long as you're, yeah. I mean, whatever you think looks cool is what it sounds right, right? Well, so when I did um, <laughs> Madison years ago, and it it's not it's not mountainous, but it was super hilly. It was two loops and really hilly. I did a four in this front and a six in the rear. So I think everybody's just a little different what they prefer. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see like if if you if you tried it and you were really not comfortable with it you can send it back like you know it is because yeah. i i mean yeah andy said a disc and and again you know i i i would probably could ride a disc there but you know if it if you're new a, a four in the front and the six in the rear would be very versatile for all kinds of races yeah you'd be able to use that for a lot of stuff which is yeah. a good point good point um Nick, trying to decide if I should pull the trigger on a new set of wheels. All signs, all signs point to yes, Nick. I'm like the eight ball right there. All signs point to yes. I mean, swapping wheels too is pretty cool, um, which is cool. Chad McRae, sold. Thank you so much for the feedback. Uh, da, da, da. He says he's heard of people. Oh, this must be to Kate's question. Or uh, who had the question about the, the valve extender? Oh, yeah. yeah. I use a spoke when I have to do it. So right. sometimes it takes 10 minutes and it's infrequent, but Annie will walk past and I'm like balancing yeah. a wheel right. in the door frame, yeah. maybe on my chin <laughs> yeah. with a spoke yeah. trying to get up in there. It there's, there's not an easy way to do it, but it's possible. Yeah. And we never found out whether this was a jet or a right. vanquish. If it, it's a jet, the easy thing is um, send it to us and we'll cut the skin off right. and go, there it goes. Yeah, and then, and then we'll it. shut it up again. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Not in a vanquish though. Not in a vanquish. Yeah. Um, Curtis has a question. Uh, current best tire that's been tested with the vanquish eight disc combo, 5,000 TTs, 700 by 28. Any raw arrow data that you can share with them team beyond what's on the vanquish page. I think you guys already said the 25s are, are the best, right? If, I'm sorry, 28s. Well, 28. if you look at the raw arrow data, 25, actually 23s aren't even made anymore, but they're going to look even faster in the wind tunnel. Um, in the wind tunnel, which is not the real world, skinnier tire is always going to be faster. Mm -hmm. But what gets you to the finish line faster outside when you've got a turn, when you've got a break, when you've got bumps in the road? And yeah, Curtis, so we are going, like I said, going to the wind tunnel uh, soon. So, you know, we we can provide data uh, and, and we do have data, you know, and, but we're we're going to be testing all kinds of cool stuff. And, you know, we plan on getting some of this published probably in 
February, March. So we will have more data. I was just staring at all this stuff and I was, yeah. and I was turning to decide. I, I showed 25s on those charts because I had I could look across a series of tests and pick out wheels that all had the same tire. So it was the most comparable way to do this. That's why those charts show 25. And in the wind tunnel, it is lower drag, but that doesn't mean that it's faster outside. Yeah. John's got a question. I, I, I like that one. I live in Tampa. Should I just go disc instead? Well, are you are you only racing in Tampa, John? I guess that would be the question because, like you guys said, the disc is going to be a little bit faster. Um, but, uh, you know, it's really a, a wind issue, right? And it's price, right? We we have a difference of opinion. Yeah, because I I, don't, <laughs> I, I think I think we got to take Annie's love for the 180 out of the equation. I know, See? I know. It's like, so, it's like her. It's like her third child. It is. It it, is. Yeah. If yeah. If you if, we won't get into the the birth of that wheel. Yeah, but, you can call me and talk about it someday if you really want to hear about it. But the um, fact is, uh, a disc is just plain faster. Um, they're very close. They're close. But <laughs> if yeah. you want the answer, a disc is faster. If you're going to be in Kona and you're buying one wheel, you should probably get the 180. That's what right. that wheel exists for, those races where a disc isn't allowed. <laughs> yeah, John's Thanks, giving, John. me some, giving me some kudos. <laughs> um, Ryan Moore, let's let's fin let's wrap it. Well, actually, I, I want before I before I put up Ryan's question, I, I want to ask one more question myself. Do you guys see the trends of wheels continue or like is there advantage of to keep going wider internally, or we kind of reach the like probably the sweet spot? What do you think? I think we're in the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone's figured it out. Yeah. Well, again, stay tuned because we've got some, you know, pretty cool aero data. Yeah, I mean, on. we're we're still at twenty two internal. I'd like to get to say twenty three and a half. That's pretty minor. But we're definitely in diminishing returns. Uh, what can you get out of your tire? Can you shape it differently? We're we're real close to there. Yeah, and plus, everyone, you guys have to also like. I remember when I started triathlon. You know, people are like, "Don't race on your, don't train on your racing wheels." Like, don't yeah. you know, like, oh, like save that for race day. And then you're like, wait, these things are like. I'm paying this much money for this wheel. I don't rate. I only race a few times a year. Like, like I want to. I want to ride fast all the time. And I'm like, so, so, I, so everyone started riding. Like now everyone rides with their aero wheels. It's it's kind of the norm. And if you see someone that doesn't have aero wheels, it's like you're like it kind of looks a little odd, right? Like just because so many people race with with aero wheels, um, but it actually it makes it reminds me if if you guys want uh, an inexpensive bulletproof like maintenance free wheel that actually has a little bit of depth to it on the aluminum side check out the ardens because they're super light and they look real cool too so it's like because you guys don't it's not a box section right no. no so it's a it it, it has a little bit of uh, a lip to the wheel and it kind of yeah. looks looks like an aero wheel and it's it's a aluminum clincher or tubeless wheel for that matter so uh, like no one no one talks about the ardens we're not everyone wants to know about the disc i guess we're a triathlon team so that makes sense right we're talking about the disc and the aero stuff but check out the ardens too it made me think about it. um i want to i want to do i want to kind of finish on this um ryan moore because um i'm a i'm a gravel gravel guy myself too um any new gravel wheels in the works? What's going on with the gravel side of things over there? I absolutely want to make one. Um, we've got a bunch of other stuff in line first. Um, so, so yes, right? Just down the road. Get better. Yeah. So, I mean, we currently do have the Emporia, you know, and that's our carbon gravel wheel. And then we have the Emporia alloy. So we do have two in the works right now. Uh, a lot of people, including Andy, rides his Vanquish six. All right, Vanquish is on gravel yeah, all, the all the time. So I, you know, yeah, I want to make one. It, it has to fall in line in the calendar. In the works, maybe pushing it, but being thought about and being sussed out and like, 
what features are we going to want and what's the payback for all these things going to be that's happening for sure and you know i geek out sometimes like what you know what what do i what did i buy last year a five axis cnc yeah. So it's like, you know, that was my midlife. No, I'm just kidding. So it's like, you know how everybody gets excited about something? This five axis CNC is so amazing. You know, so we just, you know, all of the tooling is done in house. So when we want to make a new product or what Andy's saying, it's next in line. Our CNC has a certain schedule of what we're working on next. And so we, we do have that in the pipeline, but uh, the five axis CNC is, is set up every week to what mold's coming next. So it is in the pipeline. It's just not in the first quarter. Yeah, for sure. There'll be there guys he, has been innovating stuff for 40 years. So I'm sure that's not going to stop with the, uh, you know, just keep buying wheels and then they're going to keep innovating. Right. So, right. Um, you know, it's probably, it's kind of a simple equation. Um, but yeah. So anyway, you know, if you guys have any more questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to Ann and the and the crew over at Head. Um, just remember that they're on is is Minnesota East Coast time or are you guys Central? Central. We're Central, but we do actually pick up the phone, believe it or not. Oh, good. I mean, we I mean we stop answering the phones at five. Okay. Quinn 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 picks up the phone most of the time yeah. too. So <laughs> shout, shout out to Quinn over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's that's pretty cool to pick yeah. up the phone and talk to someone that has, right. um, you know, has knowledge that you could talk to. And everyone, this is Quinn. If you guys don't know, that's our customer service guy, Carrie Molam's kid, one of our team captains, if oh, you didn't yeah. know that. So if you have any gripes with customer service, that's the new face. So shout out to Quinn um, for making it happen. Can you give us a call? I'll be good to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so thanks. Thanks, you guys, for, for joining. Um, you know, I can't say it enough, like just great wheels. I've been riding the wheels for a few seasons now and like nothing but good things. I'm a big fat guy. I ride hard. I ride a lot. I'm not the best gravel rider. I don't take the best lines. I beat the living crap out of my stuff and I've had nothing but like, you know, no broken anything yet. So, um, you know, pretty good. So I'm like your unofficial tester, I guess, but um, I appreciate you guys coming out so much and, um, and, uh, yeah. So check out head guys, show them some support. If you guys are in the, in the market for some new wheels, or if you're building a new bike, um, you know, go with the best and they're, they're fast. It's they're the fastest actually. So, you know, help support a team partner and, um, and show the love. So thanks everybody. We'll see you, uh, most likely next week and, uh, ride safe and train hard. Cheers. Thanks. All right. Oh, I can't end it. Thanks, guys.